Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many people were startled at the chutzpah. Uh, of the fact that 21 young people in Montana decided to sue and they wanted to make the case that the U.S. government knowingly violated their rights as kids, as people who are going to take their place in U.S. society, to life, liberty, and property by encouraging and permitting the fossil fuel energy system. Most people thought that this was a case that had absolutely no leg that it could stand on. But Elizabeth Rush, who is a... Uh, a very uh, deeply experienced journalist, magazine writer, and the author of 24 books, has written a new book called 21 about this effort, about this case, and about the victory, at least so far, and the victory in the public consciousness of these young people in their quest to change the world and make it better than the world that it is right now. Elizabeth Rush joins us. Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show, Elizabeth. Hi. Hi, thanks so much, Lisa. I actually went to high school in Guilford, Connecticut. Did so, you? Uh, I did. Yes. What it was high school? Great to talk to. Yeah. I went to Guilford High School. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. So uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, WICC broadcast. We've got a large listening audience in Guilford. So maybe you've got some friends who are hearing you right now, Elizabeth. That'd be cool. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. So, are you in Kansas now? By the way, where are you? Uh, no, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Way you're... across the country. All yeah. right. Well, so you became interested in this story. First of all, tell us why. Why? Yeah. So the case, um, it's, a, it's a federal court case, Juliana versus the United States, and it was filed in 2015. In 2016, my youngest child was in middle school at an environmental middle school, and she and some of her friends, um, driven by their parents, were uh, driven down to, they, they went down to Eugene, Oregon, to um, sit in on one of the very first hearings of this case. So, um, you know, this case, Juliana versus the United States, is a a diverse group of 21 kids from around the country who are facing down the U.S. government in a lawsuit that they hope will save themselves and ultimately the whole planet from the ravages of climate change. 
So when she went down, I thought, oh, this is like, you know, great. I'm, I'm so glad that kids have found another way to, you know, to speak up about about climate change. But I kind of dismissed it. And then, you know, because of her interest, I, I followed the case. I started following the case and I started realizing that, you know, they actually have a, a quite compelling case to make that, you know, we can't have. Um, you know, the Fifth, Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution gives us the right to life, liberty, and property. And you can't have life, liberty, and property when you can't breathe because of thick wildfire smoke, when you're endangered by massive hurricanes and floods and droughts and fires. So like many legal experts, I got really sucked into this case. And, you know, as I was following it, it really felt almost like a legal thriller, like the Aaron Brockovich of climate change, of these young people who are, you know, standing up and using the U.S. Constitution to try to get the U.S. government out of the um, business of supporting fossil fuels and permitting them and subsidizing them and allowing imports and imports and exports and and allowing pipelines. Um, and what's interesting is and what's interesting land. and what's interesting is that the kids are saying instead of suing the fossil fuel companies, they are suing the United States government, which is interesting because the they're basically saying by by allowing this by by your lax rules or your exceptions to the rule or your subsidies, as you say, you are wittingly, not unwittingly, part of this and promoting this distortion, this perversion of the planet. But the is yes. the, but is the United States I mean in other words, first of all, what forum did they choose, Juliana? Because it's a big country. What forum did they choose? Well, so um, you mentioned the the Montana case. So these these cases are related. So the Juliana versus United States is a federal court case. So it's filed through the federal court system. The other case that has been in the news recently is Held versus Montana, and it was brought by um, the same group of lawyers. So Our Children's Trust, um, started by Julia Olson, um, is the the legal mind behind the federal case and also the legal mind behind the Montana case. So mm. the Montana case is a little bit different um, in that it was 16 young people in Montana who have been injured by climate change. Um, and the defendants are the state of Montana instead of the federal government. And it's based on the Montana Constitution, which gives um, everybody in Montana the right to a clean and healthy environment. So that oh, case has already gone has already gone to trial. The kids testified, experts testified, and the judge ruled that the kids do have a fundamental constitutional right to a stable climate, and that the state has to start taking into account greenhouse gases in um, their permitting process. Um, so that is a, that was the very first kid led constitutional rights lawsuit to go to trial and that happened in june now this federal case as i said you know was filed in 2015 it's been eight years of this roller coaster ride of um it's been up to the ninth circuit court of appeals it's been up to the supreme court twice all the kids were in eugene oregon all set for trial in 2018 when the rug got pulled out from underneath them 
But this legal team and these plaintiffs, even when faced with obstacles, keep finding another way forward. And they, in June, just recently in June, um, got another ruling in their favor that put them back on on track to trial. And if this case goes to trial, I mean, it's going to be huge. It could possibly be the biggest step forward on climate change and could – you know, basically say that the U.S. government can no longer be actively involved in supporting fossil fuels. You know, currently 25 percent of U.S. emissions comes from fossil fuels that come from federal public lands. If the U.S. government can no longer allow um, the, you know, mining and drilling of fossil fuels from federal public lands, that's going to have a huge impact on um, on greenhouse gases and in really um, starting to slow down this climate crisis. Can't you see people busy writing statutes in anticipation of what could be a judge's decision right now? How alarmed or not alarmed is the fossil fuel industry over this? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, interestingly, the fossil fuel industry um, originally joined the case as interveners. So they said, you know, we want to be we want to be part of this case. Um, So they intervened. And then when they were in the discovery process and the kids lawyers were saying, "Okay, you want to be involved in the case, then we want, um, you know, information about what you knew about um, fossil fuels and how they might impact the climate and how you have been um, involved, what you have told the government and what the government has told you and how you worked with the government. And so they actually withdrew from the case um, right before they were supposed to hand over all that discovery. So there was some information that they didn't necessarily want to go public, so they backed out. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like they would have done the same if they could have when it came to all those smoking cases, too, but in the end, they couldn't do exactly. it. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Wow. That's it's so very interesting. It's like that. I feel like it is that. Mm. I feel like it's very much like those those tobacco cases where, you know, part of the case is, is you know, these kids and their lawyers proving that the government knew that climate change was happening, that fossil fuels, you know, promote climate change and that um, it, that it was going to impact kids and that they've known about it for 50 years. And not only did they not do anything, but they continue to actively support um, the fossil fuel development throughout the country. And so basically the kids are just saying, stop the madness, right? Stop. Stop using our federal public lands to 
pollute our our skies and our atmosphere and destabilize our climate. We're talking with Elizabeth Rush, who's written a book called 21 about this extraordinary effort on behalf of kids to basically speak up and sound the alarm, not to mention change the law and policy. Of course, the difference, Elizabeth, is that all of us acknowledge that we could do without tobacco. I mean, the tobacco industry might be unhappy about it, but the truth is that Americans can live without tobacco. Americans cannot live without power. We cannot. And no, you're, you're absolutely right. They can't live without power, but they can live without fossil fuels, right? So one of the, one of the really powerful can we? things in this case is that, yeah, so they have expert testimony. So these, um, these lawyers have found a number of highly um, respected experts who can testify in federal court that we could move to, um, to renewable energy by 2050 using the current, um, the current technology that we have now, right? So there actually are pathways to moving away from fossil fuels. I think it's hard for us to imagine changing, but, you know, it's really, it's like take, take transportation, right? So we don't have to get rid of our cars. <laughs> we have to transition our cars to electricity, and then that electricity has to come from renewable sources, so from the sun, from the wind, from hydropower. Um, likewise, our appliances. We don't have to get rid of our appliances. We have to change them to electricity. So a big part of this effort is electrification, and then the second part is building out the renewable energy system. And, you know, where we are now is the cost of these things has come down so much that it can actually end up being cheaper. So we pay, instead of paying all these different bills and paying for gas and paying for electricity and, you know, we pay an electrical bill and all that electricity comes from a clean, a clean source. Um, And, and, you know, the case isn't about like saying we need to conserve more Actually, it's just saying we need to transition away from this dangerous fossil fuel system to a system that is clean and healthy. Well, you know, Elizabeth, I I'm as much of an optimist and an idealist as I could possibly be, even though my feet are firmly rational and pragmatic. And I'm just I I um, I personally believe that the answer is going to be in a diversity of sources. And I'm concerned about wind, for example, as being sold to us that doesn't have consequences when when it's on land. The noise can be terribly upsetting to people, including cows and animals. And on water, it can disrupt the sonar of all of our mammals. And we're very concerned on the Northeast and the Atlantic about all of these whales washing up on shore and, and all of these things that we can see. We don't need to wait 20 years to go back anecdotally. We, we can see that it's having an effect. I mean, I just don't think any source of power is perfect. You talk about electric. Oh, you're talking about digging out cobalt mines and lithium mines all over the world, and who knows what kind of an impact that's going to end up having on those regions. I just, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I hear what the kids are saying, and we definitely need to do a lot better than we've been doing. I just don't think that there's any perfect. I think the only perfection is going to be lessening our dependence on fossil fuels and a combination of diversified energy sources. And I'll tell you, for example, what I think we should be doing more of. We in the Northeast, we have cold winters here. Not as cold as they used to be, but they're cold. We could be subsidizing geothermal wells in just about everybody's front lawn 
We don't do it. And you know what that would mean? That would mean that we get the source of heat from the earth core. And it literally yeah. stays one lawn at a time. And there's no, I mean, there's a tiny bit of electricity, I suppose, for the pump itself, but very little. And you talk about a renewable source. What's more renewable than the heat underneath the earth? I mean, it just keeps, it just is hot and hot and hot and yeah. hot. So I think well, that there Lisa, are, I don't, yeah. I yeah. yeah, I don't disagree with you. And in fact, the young people don't just disagree with you either. So they are not, their case is not saying to the federal government, you have to do X, Y, and Z. They're not giving them a plan to, to do this. What they're doing is they're saying, we need, we need it to be acknowledged that we have a constitutional right to a stable climate, that mm. we can't have life, liberty, and property if we can't breathe, and if our homes are being destroyed by floods and droughts and fire. So they're not telling the federal government how to do it. They're just saying that, it, that, that they have a right to a stable climate and that the government needs to figure out yeah. how to do it. I, and so they're not so they would not disagree with you, Lisa, at okay. all. They would say, yes, absolutely. Use the hydropower right underneath us. Use the sun coming down. Use, they're not dictating through the courts how to fix this. What they're saying is we need to sort of draw a line in the sand and say that, you know, something has to be done, that we have a right to a stable climate, that that all of our other rights depend on that, and that the federal government can't continue to just keep uh, pumping fossil fuels into this dangerous system. So they're not telling them how to fix it. They're just saying that it needs to be fixed. And so it's really just the first step in, um, in making, in making um, the changes that need to be made to stabilize our climate. Yeah. Well, listen, I admire their, um, I, I admire the fact that that they want to bring attention to the fact that we're leaving them a very dirty planet. And, mm-hmm. and it's embarrassing. It's shameful, frankly, because all of yeah. us, all of us should be leaving the earth better than it was when we got here. And I think we can all agree that we could have done a better job. Uh, and, uh, listen, I don't know what's going to happen with this case. I have to tell you legally it's uh ifsha but I do say that it is extraordinary that in Montana, which is an extremely conservative state and a state that loves individual liberties and hates the government interference with just about anything, it's pretty extraordinary that they found a judge to survive a motion to dismiss in this case. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth Rush, thank you so much for writing the book. We'll have you back on to keep reporting on this. The book is 21. Thanks so much for coming on and joining us today. Thank you, Lisa. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. We've got Marissa Gillette coming on. We've got Dr. Christine Schapter and Randy Kay coming into the studio. Wayne Winston later on today. Stay tuned for more of the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.